Hey, Brightsiders. I'm sorry to have taken two weeks off, but work got in the way and we had a few cancellations because work got in their way. That is what we do here in L.A. Despite what people think, we don't just lounge around by the pool and the beach all day. We do work, 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 work because it's too fucking expensive to live here. Yeah, I'm, I'm using a curse word in the intro. It's not, probably not the first time. I don't know. But yeah, this episode, like I always say, is a very special episode, blah, blah, But no, this one really is. I have Dana Lorenzo on from Ash vs. Evil Dead, which you guys may have seen us several times on AfterBuzz TV together. But yeah, she lost her mom last year, and, and this year I lost my father, so we wanted to try and talk about the bright side of losing a parent. So yeah, enjoy that, guys. And before we go, just be sure to go to Pink Honey Collective. That is PinkHoneyCBD.com. On their Instagram page, which is Pink Honey Collective, they are doing a giveaway for $75, 3-ounce, 200-milligram scrub of your choice. So yeah, that's a pretty good deal. And there's also 20% off all Bath & Beauty and Wellness products for orders $15 and up. And of course, if you use my code, Brightside, you'll get 20% off anything as well. So enjoy, guys. Like Mrs. Brightside? Well, the Podcoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Yes, that's very difficult to say. Just get the Podcoin app on iPhone or Android. It's free and super easy to use. You can use the Podcoin you earn to claim gift cards and donate to charity. It literally is amazing. It turns your podcast listening into charity, or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I don't judge. I use the Podcoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I love it. Go get it on the App Store or Google Play today. Seriously, just get the Podcoin app and use invite code BRIGHTSIDE. You'll get 300 Podcoins just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 Podcoins just for signing up if you use promo code BRIGHTSIDE. Go give the Podcoin app a try today. Such a sweet, sweet thing to wear Got a hold of me Open doors for little old ladies I help the blind to see I got no friends cause they read my Twitter And they can't be seen with me And I'm getting real shot down And I'm feeling mean no more Mrs. Brightside. No more Mrs. Glee. No more Mrs. Brightside. They say I'm sick. I'm a sick. listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It's your CBT on CBD. And yeah, that's right. I've done it. 
the right way without fucking up that many times, guys. I don't even know. Y'all should tell me the count. But I'll quit rambling because I know I say this every time, but I really, really mean it. Not like everybody else isn't special, but this is a very, very special guest. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Speaking of rambling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my own intro for myself. I already warned her that she has to come out. Hi, guys. Uh, it's me, Dana DiLorenzo. Did I intro myself correctly? Have you yes. ever mispronounced your own name? Discuss. Many times. Have you actually, though? I have. Yeah. I really like, actually have. My last name, so more than my first name. Like, but your last name is very well, easy. Yeah, Lion. But uh, like Leon <laughs> or Leone, whatever. Why? Yeah, okay, yeah. good. I'm glad I'm not the only one because I feel like that's a problem. So yeah. I, I have to, that's why I asked, did I intro myself? Okay. Sometimes I mispronounce my own name. Yeah. Hi, guys. And, you know, you guys might recognize Dana, especially if you listen to this podcast since you found me over at AfterBuzz, um, from Ash vs. Evil Dead, which was one of the greatest shows ever. <laughs> um, yes, and I'm, I'm admiring um, your chainsaw on the wall and your pup. Yeah, I have a pop, pop of you up there. <gasps> you have the Kelly pop. Yeah, my mommy got I, it for me. Oh, <laughs> I love those. I yeah. love those pop dolls so much. You have Ash, look at that. That's really cool. Do you yeah. have the whole gang? You have all the ghost beaters. I don't have Pablo. Like, well, I, I never. Well, yeah. Pablo's a brujo now, so maybe yeah. just wait till they come out with his brujo one. Yeah, I think so. Because I yeah. love pops. Clearly, they're all over the. They're the so fun. <laughs> I happen they you can't ever be yeah. sad when you look at them, with their big dumb heads. They make me so happy. I know they're cute. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm very. I, it's very exciting to see. I've been. You know, it's been a minute since I've seen, you know, Ash versus Evil Dead paraphernalia, so it makes me happy. I saw the chainsaw. I was like, ah, that was New York Comic Con 1, man, for us. That was the first year. The yeah, red like, lines. you have a limited edition one. Oh, yeah, because I think I got that one at San Diego the first time you guys were there. But Oh, okay, yeah. maybe, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that would have been, yes. Okay, because we, that's right, because, because I have come from each year. Only, that's right, because yeah. Ray and I were stuck filming. They only yeah. let the, the adults, quote unquote, go. go. <laughs> So, but that and that red one was the same one they used yeah. for the first, our Raisin Right, uh, first Comic Con, which was New York Comic Con. Um, but yeah, that's, the, that's they're 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 hard to come by. I'm I, very impressed you have one. I so know. you got to see Sam. Oh yeah. To see Sam and what Sam and Bruce and Lucy and. I don't think I got to go when the cast was there because that would have been the year that I actually had to work at the Walking Dead booth for oh. AMC. Oh, that must so, have been intense. like. Luckily, someone just get, was working at the Ash vs. Evil Dead booth because I'm part of the low-end economy in the entertainment industry, the brand ambassador one. So, like, I know how to get the free stuff. Like, that's so smart. That's all, you know, actually, yeah. that's, that's the most important. So, yeah. Getting like, free stuff, I yeah. think. It really cool. is. Like, especially cool stuff like the chainsaws. And they yeah. gave me a bunch of them, like, every year. So, I would take them to other people. And that's awesome. I'm like, you got to share the love. Everybody should be in love with Ash versus Evil Dead. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And actually, <laughs> I was, I was, um, I forget who I was talking to. Uh, it was either Ariel Carver O'Neill, who yeah. played, you know, Brandy at season three, or maybe Lindsay Ferris. But we were... I think one of them asked me, because, you know, they were the new kids, season three, and they asked, so, um, did you guys, when you did the Comic-Con with Sam, Remy, and yeah. Bruce, and Lucy, and, you know, just, you know, just the OGs of the franchise, they were like, did you, you must have gotten one, kept one of those posters that you were all signing, because we had, we they would pass them down, and then, you know, yeah. for uh, for people who weren't able to make it in line, 
I don't know. I don't know what stars did with them, but we all had to sign them so that there were all of our signatures on one. And I had a I had a revelation that I have not. I don't have any paraphernalia oh. with and with everyone's signature on it. Isn't that sad? That is sad. So now I'm just I'm like gonna try and find a way to get like Lucy get everybody together, Lucy Wallace then, yeah. to like secretly sign a receipt. But then just, you know, use one of those old-fashioned credit card things that photo prints it. And then somehow, I don't know, show up on Sam Raimi's doorstep. If anyone knows where Sam Raimi lives, let me know. And I'll go, hey, Sam. Hey, hey remember me? I was on your show. I was on your show. Can you sign this? He'll be like, uh, no, no, no Girl Scott cookies today, miss. Thank you very much. You know, that's what I love about Michael Rosenbaum is that he has no shame in asking people for autographs, even though he's an actor and he he's yeah. fucking Lex Luthor. But he's like, nope, I'm going to ask Sylvester Stallone, who I'm working with on Guardians of the Galaxy, I love to, yeah. for an autograph. Absolutely. Like, that's cute. I mean, you should. And I, yeah. I feel like especially, you know, it doesn't matter how big of an actor you yeah. are or, or how famous you are. You will always have someone that you're going to fangirl or fanboy over. So, you yeah. should, you know, that actually, I feel like that was the case a little bit with Bruce Campbell yeah. and, and Lee Majors. Like when... Oh, Lee, yeah. Like, for sure. I mean, how could you not? Yeah. I mean, it's Lee That's friggin' Majors. If you but. don't fangirl over Bruce Campbell, right. what is wrong with you? I have a stuffed Bruce Campbell I sleep right. with. Oh, no, but I'm talking I'm about like Bruce Campbell fan, fanboying. Over Lee Majors. I just want to say fangirl because oh. it's funny. Yeah. Fan, I think it should be gender neutral as fangirl. Yeah. <laughs> fangirling for Lee Majors. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so cute. I, uh, yeah, isn't it? That's what I'm trying. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I thought it was adorable. I'm like, and that's what it should be. Yeah. And they were, they were, and that's why I think too that their chemistry was so good because it was like a mutual respect and Aww. and adoration, and it was really cute. That makes me want to go rewatch it again. Just I think to we see should just for that. fun. Yeah. I know, as I say, like, I loved the movies growing up, and I was obviously in love with Bruce Campbell, so yeah, it was great to see, have the show, and even though it was only three seasons, as we've always said, you know what? It ended well, and we're happy. There you go. And it was yeah. a bunch more movies than we already had, if you put yeah. it all together. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it really yeah. helped deal with death. Yeah. Segway. I, 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 I was like, how do we segue <laughs> Comic I was like, this is, and <laughs> I, know, I was like, this is going to be an hour podcast on Evil Dead, but yeah. that's true. I mean, we—it's true. It, it um, if anything, it, it covered the topic of yeah. death and death, yeah, and yeah, specifically my character is exactly what uh, we're dealing with today in your topic of your delightful podcast that I yeah. like so much. The bright side of losing a parent, because um, if you probably listened to this podcast last couple weeks, I lost my dad uh, at the end of April. My dad, who got me into Evil Dead and all that, when I was way too young to be watching that stuff. So, and you had lost your mom the previous year, and, you know, yeah, which, you know, really hit you hard, didn't it? Uh, Yes, as as I'm sure you can, you know, you would agree. It does, you know... I've had I've had friends um, that that lost a parent at an unfairly early age, like fifteen. I actually happen to have a, a lot of friends that went through that, which I think is is a bizarre thing because that to have that many people have that, and I find that that it's like you can't, no matter what age you are, no matter whether you're super close or you're not, I, I feel like there's still 
a biological, instinctual void that you feel. Of course, it's going to be maybe it's going to be a lot more emotional if you know you're someone like me who had a a, a very very close relationship with a parent. But in terms of like, there's no worse than there's no competition where it's like, well, I guess you know I you know trying to make myself yeah. feel better about it. It's like, well, I guess I could have been like so and so and lost my mom at 15. Well, I'm lucky I didn't. That, but you really can't because each each scenario is just as bad in ways and is as better than the other way in certain ways. So like, you know, um, was it was it fast with your dad or was it sort of unexpected or was it was it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was very unexpected and like you say, I mean, we weren't close. Like you know, certainly in the last, I mean, when I moved out here, I mean, he didn't have a problem with it, but like we had really grown apart. Like over the years due to like, you know, all sorts of stuff. I've sure. talked about like ad nauseum on here, but it is what it is. But it is one of those things that, you know, he had gone into the hospital, but I didn't, and, but it, he had gone into the hospital a few times ever since like he'd had two heart attacks a few years ago. And it was like, um, so we didn't think anything about it, but I did sort of have this feeling because he mm-hmm. had just gone because he, you know, wasn't healing from falling like on his elbow, which was mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my dad was always in great shape. He looked like Steve Perry. He was hot. But after like, <laughs> like all those, uh, you know, the surgeries a few years ago, he'd lost a ton of weight. So he looked even more like Alice Cooper. Um, and <laughs> like, it was one of those things that it, he wasn't the same. And right. I sort of felt like this last trip to the hospital, he was just ready to go. So part mm-hmm. of it was like, you know, because my dad had always said his wishes were like to not be kept on a ventilator because he mm-hmm. had to pull a plug on both of his parents. Like, and, it, and two, he was he was a strip club DJ and a radio DJ for most of his life, and he wasn't able to do that anymore after the surgeries. So it was, and that's sort of where I can say the bright side is it was sort of sudden he'd been sort of in the hospital but then it was like, and then he was just gone. And mm-hmm. like, cause he'd had another surgery and it was almost like he was just ready. So I guess there was some peace in that. And my brother and I both sort of had felt it before. Like it even happened. And oh, that's, it's, it's, and that's interesting. Yeah. And, that, and that's, I think where I'm getting at yeah. where it's like, yeah, it did hit me very, yeah. very hard. Um, I was very close with my mom and with, and with my, my dad, you know, and, and, and that to me is, I mean, there's so many levels to this that I'm going to try and <laughs> forgive me yeah. if I'm tangential. So I'm really counting on you to, uh, <laughs> keep to keep me on track because I, 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 I have so many thoughts that are, that I can go in so many ways because I haven't really talked about this. Um, it's been very, very difficult. I was telling yeah. you before we, you know, started this, that, um, I, I'm a, an empath to a fault, to a fault, but also I'm, I'm an emotional, you know, train wreck to a fault, I guess. I'm just a raw nerve at all times. Like I, I think I'm the only person on the planet who's cried at happy fucking Gilmore. Can we swear on the show? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. This yeah, show you can talk about I have shit, cri- you can say the worst shit. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, okay. Yeah. I've cried at happy fucking Gilmore. <laughs> you guys, I'm assuming everyone who's listening knows happy Gilmore. It's the best Adam Sandler movie. I mean, I mean that and Billy Madison. Yeah, those two were pretty but well. Like, I look because I love both of them. But like yeah. that, I it was my first date. Uh-huh. I was twelve years old. It was in sixth grade. I was allowed to go to the movies without a parent, with a couple other like kids and that couple. And who cries? <laughs> happy. A happy fucking Gilmore. It's literally happy in the title. Sorry, I'm yelling. You know when I cried? 
when Chubbs lost, when Chubbs died. Oh, oh, and was yeah. like, look, I got my hand back. Like, yeah. <laughs> like playing the piano. I hate goodbyes. I hate death. I And even at, at like an age of 12, like what do you know about life at 12? I mean, I, I, I would cry a little more. Every time in any Disney movie, anyone got separated or had to say goodbye, forget E.T. I'll be right here. I can't deal with it. So already the fact, like that'll give you a good baseline for who I am and how I deal with loss, even when it's not my own, when it's supposed to be Happy Gilmore Entertainment. Um, so it, it was, it's been devastating. So I haven't talked about it and there I go on a tangent talking about how I go on tangents. But that's basically what I'm getting at is that it, it's, it's, it's hard for me. Um, and so when I tend to get really emotional or try not to be, I add more words. So that's smart. Um, but in terms of going back to you know, there's really no competition. It's not that you can't do a comparison or a competition of like, well, I was really close to my dad and and, and you were really close to your mom and what and or I wasn't and mm-hmm. I was or well I lost mine at 15. Well, I lost mine at at 60. Like I have friends that I have held as they wept in my arms that were you know grown ass men in mm-hmm. their 50s when their mom died. It's. It's even when their, you know, mom was suffering from, yeah. well, you know, dementia for 10 years. and had, it, it, I've witnessed it. I've done my own sort of uh, observing about it. And I think that, like what you're saying, even if, you know, you weren't super close or had grown apart from your father, you and your brother both had this instinctual feeling. And the first thing you said to me when I walked in and I said, oh, my God, I love that you have the Ash versus Evil Dead paraphernalia. The first thing you said is... Oh, actually, this is all influenced by my dad. And it's interesting because that's one of the, that was, I had to seriously think, like, Risha, I had to sit and think, and it was hard for me, to, what, what is the bright side of losing a parent? Because I, I can be Dana Downer, sometimes I can be positive for other people, but not when it comes to my own stuff. And I find that it's, there is no, it was very hard for me to find a, a positive of losing a parent, let alone, let, me specifically, losing my mom. And the one thing I thought of that now this is uh, bringing up is, in a way, the positive, the positive, the bright side of it is you are now closer with your father and appreciate him more um, that you could have only experienced, it seems, once he was gone. Yeah, definitely. That's where I've been. It's just like, I'm probably closer to my dad now, even though, I mean, at Christmas, we barely spoke. Which right. Just, it is what it is. And, but, and you know, yeah. there yeah, and there's, yeah. A, there's a flip side to that where you could yeah. say, well, don't you wish you had had that? And I'm t- my argument is not, yes, of course, we all wish we have this appreciation there. Yeah, you can you can do hindsight 2020 till you're blue mm-hmm. in the face. But that's not useful, and that's not helpful because no, it wasn't, and it. everything yeah. happened the way it was meant to, right? Yeah. If you, you know, so what I'm saying though specifically is even if you were super close to your dad, like the way I was very super close to with my mom, I'm appreciating her more in a different way, in a new way that I could really only appreciate now that she's not here. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. So like what I'm trying to say is, is that you might've been able to say that in person to him at the time or whatever, but it's a different it's like it, you can't have one without the other. Like you couldn't actually have this type or level of appreciation and love for your father 
it just wouldn't have manifested. I'm just, that's, I guess, am I making sense? Oh, yeah, because I totally agree. I mean, and, you know, we've talked to, like, because as I say, our parents were divorced. Like, we were sort of separate families for a long time. Uh, but it's one of those things that our mom is like, yeah, I mean, the way that you guys are about your dad now, like, now that he's gone, and my brother was very close with him. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, he goes, I didn't just lose a dad. I lost my best friend. Oh, they yeah. lived together. It was oh, very, yes. we had very different relationships, sure. but very similar reactions. Like, so it is, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, and that, you know, people, everyone agrees yeah. normally, but that, that's the thing is like, a parent is a parent. And I suppose, you know, you never know what your, you know, biological parents then maybe, but I still feel like you would have a ping. I still feel like there's some energy you would feel if, if, even if you never met them, even if whatever you have a, whatever the situation is, I feel like there's still some biological ping that you would feel. Does that make sense? Yeah. And too, biology or just like people you're close to. I know like we made a joke on Father's Day because our mom's stepfather, um, like was much like our dad when we were growing up. Oh, absolutely. And we're like, my brother's like, yeah, I guess I should text him for Father's Day. I text dad, but I don't think he'll get it. (laughs) And now, a word from our sponsors. Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by Pink Honey Collective, the leading self-care brand in the CBD industry with a mission to provide high-quality CBD goodies for all of the busy bees who believe in holistic healing. You can grab your bath, beauty, and wellness products for you and your pet at www.pinkhoneycbd.com and get 20% off with code BRIGHTSIDE. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Pink Honey CBD and Pink Honey Collective. That's promo code BRIGHTSIDE, one word, at PinkHoneyCBD.com. But yeah, technical difficulties aside, it's all Are we up and running now? Here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Technical difficulties aside. Yeah. But, um, I break yeah. things. No, but also I feel like... Yeah. Which we could get into too. I do feel mm-hmm. like there are whatever it is that you believe in life. I, I I go with the scientific thing that energy cannot be created or destroyed. So oh yeah, I was that'll be an, that's another bright side little, or maybe not a bright side but a a perk to a bright side mm-hmm. if you yeah. will of getting quote unquote signs, um, which I was gonna ask oh, you yeah. later. But like that to me is you know it's maybe it's because you know I come from the horror world or 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 love. You know, I grew up loving ghost stories and ghost stuff, but and that was you know, something like my dad shared with us. Like he so would there, tell us ghost stories, like because I would be like, "Dad, tell me a freaky story." Like, and that was what I called them, freaky stories. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just saying that the technical difficulty yeah. that is a, that is a notorious connection between, you know, the yeah, other side, true. quote unquote, or well, energy and Rick or James died where I live, and so did Corey Hames. So like, there's definitely like dark energy here. It's like cool. Yeah. And I, I just, mm-hmm. but anyway, that's, I, I or it's me, no. or it's me, my yeah. energy, because I make every piece of technology around me commit suicide. Yeah. So it's true. It, it does. It, and too, it's like some people are just like that. Like I listen to Adam Carolla every day, which is why I do a yes, podcast. Yes, you love Adam like, Carolla. You have to get him on your show. I know. Like, I think he would. Like, I'm trying to get on so his too. show. Mm-hmm. It could be the, um, 
But anyway, go yeah. ahead. So yeah, so you're listening yeah. to him and... And he talks about, like, he's like, I don't know anything about technology. His little assistants always have to help. He's such a Luddite. But he's like, just, things just don't work for me. And they'll like, <laughs> and nobody can explain it. They'll be like, yes, yeah. we've done it for him so many times, but we're watching and it just fucks up. Exactly. <laughs> okay, good. Not alone. I was like, so yeah, like it sort of happens, but I think it should be like a compliment because it's like, are you just like that raw electric energy that fucks with the technology? It can be a compliment depending on who is sitting opposite me. It depends on how tolerant the other person is. Because, yeah, it's a lot. I can be a lot. Is it, yeah. is it broken again? No. Now I'm paranoid. I know. That's me too. I'm like, I keep watching. No. Because I'm like, we've got like, good no. stuff and we want to make sure it gets on here. I mean, it's fine. You can no. totally dub my voice and edit it. It'll probably be more cohesive anyway. Look <laughs> all my tangents. What was the tangent I was just on? Oh, about... Um, uh, Ghost A. Yeah, but we were about being morbid oh, yeah. and laughing. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's so important. I think that is what comedy is, is for. Um is to 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 laugh at the dark times to be honest i don't <laughs> i don't laugh when something like if it's a show that's ha 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 funny yeah you the, the funniest moments even with something as larger than life as like i love lucy which is a classic and i still feel like physical comedy is funny no matter what but also timing and and facial expressions all of that but the funniest moments even of of that are when she's in the most trouble oh yeah when do you laugh the most when she when uh lucia ball is wasted <laughs> like if you look at that and that were like a real life scenario like if you lucretia yeah. were you know doing you got paid a shit ton of money to be you know the spokesperson for this brand and you got drinking, doing take after take after yeah. take, and you're getting wasted. That'd be like, awesome, right? But 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 in all seriousness, <laughs> you would lose, like all of a sudden yeah. you would you lose the job, or people would say you were not like. If you look at like the seriousness of the situation, but it's funny because we're choosing to laugh at the at the absurdity of it as opposed to the realness, and I think that's what I'm getting at, which is important yeah. to do. Is like, well, yeah. like when you're your brother, like, well. Happy Father's Day, I texted Dad, I don't think he's going to get it, you know? Yeah, and like, uh, we kind of started that, like, the first person that we were really close, you know, sort of close to, was, and like, you know, because of our mom and everything, was her dad died, like, and we were a little older, like, so we haven't, we didn't deal with death too much, but mm. it was like, whenever we were getting ready for his funeral... And my mom, my brother's like struggling to tuck in his shirt. My mom's like, Jared, just undo your pants. And he's like, hey, mom, now's not the time. <laughs> and like, we laughed so hard. We're like, and then we continued to make incest jokes for the rest of our life after that. Because it was just like, it's just too funny not yeah. to. Or like, we love to watch Law and Order Special Victims. Oh unit. my God, it's my. I, yeah, <sighs> especially when Christopher, Christopher Maloney is my uh, number two in life. Oh, uh, his, his ass is perfect. I mean. Uh, but yeah, he was so funny on there. Like there cuz there were like really good lines. Oh, like for uh, sure. The one with Robert Patrick, my little brother is like that's the funniest episode of a television show. Wait, ever. are you saying Law and Order he was funny? Yeah, it's hilarious. If you watch it right. Like, if I, you watch it right. Like okay, well, I have to say I've never funny. I think it's funny when it's yeah. cheesy. Yeah. At some of the but I didn't I'll have to go back and you'll have to give me some yeah. notes on how it's Yeah, on which cuz like you know, just wait, can we just yeah. make a disclaimer that you're not saying 
incest, like rape or no, funny. Like the, Christopher Maloney. Yeah, he's and his funny. Very yes. seriousness. Yeah, because like oh. th- that's what's so funny throughout the entire episode. It's like, yes, it's not funny that Robert Patrick's character is like a rapist. What's funny is like when Elliot and Christopher Maloney's character goes undercover <laughs> and, to pretend to be a rapist in this support group. Yes. Like that stuff is funny because it's so over the top it and is. ridiculous. Like, but it's so good, I can't turn away. I know. Can't and it's turn like, away. We used to get baked and watch Law and Order Special Victims Unit all the time in high school. Is it strange that as an adult, I watch it totally sober? <laughs> no, I do too. I mean, oh, sorry. Um, I, I, wait, but you know you've accomplished, this is true, you know you've accomplished something in life when you can say, such as I can, that I have seen every single Law and Order SVU episode twice. Well. They're going on like their twentieth season. Oh yeah. And now I, I've not I didn't, seen the new season, but I've seen the. I've other. I actually okay. I I'm talking about like up until yeah. this there, but because yeah. when they just replay them, I'm like yeah. Oh USA, yeah, all the USA. I mean, ones. come on. Mm-hmm. I I could probably quote some of them for, for because I've seen them so many times. Oh, yeah, and they, they would have, like, cheesy, like, comedy lines in them, and that's why you'd see a lot of comedians, like, play yeah. characters. Like, the Kathy Griffin one's hilarious. Yeah, like, or, like, with Ice-T, yeah. was made me laugh all the time. Yeah, like, have you seen that Twitter account that's just, like, Ice-T, <laughs> like, fake quotes? Like, I believe and, I follow it. Yeah, it's called Giggle Juice. The kids do it at parties, like, and it's just, like, that yeah. same thing, like, over and over. Oh, God, I love that show. This is why I love Twitter. There's a, st- a bunch of stupid accounts like that. Like the one that's like, today is not Ted Danson's birthday. Like, that's, <laughs> that's really... an account? Yep, it's a whole account. <laughs> My favorite is, um, I, I think it's called Get Into This Fucking Sea. And every <laughs> single, it's a British book, or, or uh, it, it was a book, I believe, a blog, but now it's... It's my favorite thing. I haven't looked at it. You just remind me. I haven't looked at it a long <laughs> no, that's time. Funny. But like, so it's it takes a news story. It could be anything. It takes a news story of like, hey, hipsters, we got a we got a new onesie uh, like a snuggie for you that you can wear at Christmas time that comes with its own hat and mustache. And the the account will be like. Just say something, get into the fucking sea, and it just, get into the fucking sea. Throw you, chuck you in the sea, the fucking sea, get it, be done. Like, it's, 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 every, you have to look it up. I know, I'm like, my favorite thing. I love British humor. It's my favorite, but get into the fucking sea, throw yourself into the fucking sea, and drown, and then throw yourself again. Oh, God, it makes me laugh so hard, because that's, yeah, they need to tweet OJ and Bill Cosby, since they've got it on Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and tell them to get in the oh boy uh, yes yeah. well yes <laughs> yeah oh you didn't see that Bill Cosby posted no, I like that. A, father, a Father's Day tweet and it's just like wow that's pretty tactless <laughs> like, going oh, back to Father's yeah it's like, like let's talk let's about go back dead, to dads dead dads they're dead way moms. better than Cosby dad <laughs> but yeah it's like oh and what's funny is you were talking about Happy Gilmore being your first date my first date was Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, the first one. And my little brother totally... Did you cry is the question. No, no, like, because... But I totally almost did when Uncle Ben dies, but my little brother was like... He he came on the date... Wait, your little brother was on the date that... Yeah. It was funny. He brought a friend, and then I was on a date. So, like, it was... It was cute. But he was (laughs) like... adorable. I almost cried. Like... (laughs) It's like... So I started laughing. 
Because he has more of a cry at movies thing than I do. Because have you ever seen the James Franco, Robert De Niro, City by the Sea movie? I don't believe I have. It's about a very, like, uh, tumultuous relationship between a father and son. And as I say, we have that in our family. Uh, But he was only, like, maybe 10 and when we saw that movie. Because this was before Spider-Man, I think. And it was like... I don't want to sound like a pussy or nothing, but I almost cried. So he told me, like, oh He's like six. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's so cute. He's like, I don't want to sound like a pussy or anything. That's adorable. Yeah. I almost cried. Still, though, until you have cried. Yeah. And happy Gilmore. Yeah. Let's just move on from that. Let's move on. I know. Now I just cry all the time. Anyway. Yeah. But happy Gilmore. Oh, dude, I cry at, like, the most random fucking shit. Like, I cried at a fucking Gordon Ramsay video on the internet. I'm <laughs> like, because this girl was, like, blind, and, like, he was, like, you know, being himself at first, but then he's like, no, taste it. This is what you did. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Like, at the very end, and I was like, right. I'm in fucking tears. Again, that's acceptable, because yeah. that brings, it's like, yeah. oh, you're watching somebody who's getting the credit they deserve, and then yeah. I was like, I get all that. You really, I mean, it's basically like Sharknado and Happy Gilmore. If you cry at those, you have a serious <laughs> problem. Sharknado. Did you cry at Sharknado? I didn't see it yet. Oh. I was in New Zealand when that came out. I believe yeah. filming. So, Evil Dead, so. Yeah, they're they're fun to watch, but I would but, definitely suggest doing marijuana. But that's what I'm saying. I got, you, you just, you know, crying at acceptable things yeah. that are moving. You Crying at Chubbs when he's making a joke. It's about putt putt. It's about Actually, no. It's not about putt putt. I cry. I was trying to think of when he was like just tapping. Yeah. Just putt putt. We call it a miniature golf. Where I'm from, we call it putt putt. Yeah. I know. That was our miniature golf course, was just called putt putt. And so we Okay, good. Because now I see that they're like, I think they're a chain, maybe. Yeah. Okay. With P U T T P U T T. Yep. I missed that. Yeah, I like, it's really a shitty little golf course, but yeah, like, they, they have cats all over it for some reason, like, they'll just be there. Mm, it's weird. That's I come from a very white trash area. <laughs> I love all of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of white trash. Yeah. Um, where were we with the bright sides? Oh, I know. Things. I was like, we were talking about spirituality a little bit. Like, oh, so about yeah, science. You, yeah. Have you gotten, okay. So, I treat, so I grew up. <laughs> I grew up um, Italian Catholic. My parents met at an Italian Catholic high school. I shouldn't say that. Not not an Italian Catholic because it was all Irish Catholic. Too. It was just oh. a very Catholic high school. It was Catholic. Just it super was called Ursuline. And yes, like where they had like the actual nuns who hit their hands. And everything. Oh wow! Fun fact: My dad went to high school with Ed O'Neill. Oh my God! See, I have a little Al Bundy. That's I he's just have a character. Yes, I'm just, that's so cool. Full circle. Like, oh. Side of another sidebar. Do you know he has officially beat Lucio Ball for being in the most sitcom television episodes of all time? Because yeah. between Modern Family, yeah, Modern Family, yeah. and 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 uh, Married with Children, yeah. yeah. I thought, yay, Youngstown, Ohio. Um, yeah, I so, love that. <laughs> that's so, my brother and I's favorite character. Is he's the best. So, my, my, you know, my dad and my mom met there, and, I, I mean, it's really like a love story of the ages, but my point is, Aww. is that we, you know, that, th- my father was, like, gonna be a priest at one point, and I think, until he, he I looked at it, then you what, you met mom, yeah. and you said that, he's like, no, it was before that, and I was like, okay, well, either way, dad, so, and it, that's another reason that was, that's been so hard with all this, is that it's just, 
even more upsetting that my father was like, my mother and father had that kind of love that um, I'm surprised and so grateful that he hasn't, you know, just dropped dead because I was told my whole life, your parents have the kind of love that's like the same soul in two bodies. And then when one of your parents goes, the other one's going to go that like in the next, you know, and, moment. And the, that's and, such a nice memory to have. My dad had sex with over a thousand women. That's what I I have don't want to know dad. why you know that. No. <laughs> My de- my family, they just talk about stuff. And I actually think no that's boundaries. really cool. That's really not... Actually, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> but again, it's... Yeah. And, and, but so, though, I guess... But the, 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 the downside of all that is that it makes it even harder because then my grief becomes my father's grief because it's yeah. more about, like... Then I'm more about... Where I've already made him the victim. Like, why did it have to happen to him? Yeah. He idolized my mother. 50 years. 50 years is a long wow. fucking time. Long fucking time to be with somebody. They... Met and they went on their first date in 1968 because this was a different time. They got married yeah. in 1970. My mom was 20 years old, 21. My dad was 21. They waited 13 years of kids so that they could live their life, which, by the way, I That's think is pretty smart. It actually yeah. is because then, guess what? That's why they were together because they were. I feel like so many of my friends have kids straight away. Well, then, and then they make your time, yeah. And again, I think we're a little crazy with making the children center of everything all the time. I, that's another story, though. I can't talk about that. That's another thing. But my point is, my parents made sure to be like, we're going to live... I mean, granted, different time. Like, I've already, my 20s have sailed. So, when you're in your 20s, yeah, you should be able to go with discotheques and all that, which they did. Discotheques. Right, you know what I mean? But so, but so, anyway, where am I going with this about the signs? I feel like because of that, growing up Italian Catholic, you know, guilt's a very big thing. And, oh, yeah. And also, though, you know, my mom lost her dad when she was 15. My grandmother, my my mom's mom, who we were very, 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 very close with, you know, she was, when she passed at 93, um, it was, it was, it, it still to this day is, is devastating in, in the way of, oh, my God, it's not a tragedy. But I just missed her. She was one of my, you know, my people. But my mom hated that her mom would make such a big deal about death. It was like, you know, the very pomp and circumstance, dramatic Italian cliche of you call her any day, any day of the week and be like, hi, Grandma. What's wrong, Grandma? Vinny Boombach died. I go, T- who? I was like, Ted. She's like, Vinny Boombach, she was my butcher when I used to live on Gypsy Lane. And you're like, what? And my mom would get so annoyed with all of that. Um, because it was more about celebrate the person in life when I, and, and that. But my grandmother was the strongest person I know. She buried her first husband. My mom lost her dad at 15. Um, she buried her second husband, um, who was the pop, like the poppy I knew. Um, she buried her firstborn. She had three daughters. My Aunt Angie went to bed one night, wasn't feeling well, had a, an aneurysm in her sleep, died at 49. You should never bury a child at any age. But my grandmother was like the strongest person. And that's a talk about the bright side. Yeah. My grandmother, you would never, like, I'm thinking about it, and this is a positive. I'm appreciating my grandmother more, even, and as an adult, in a different way. Like, I already appreciated her and loved her. But as an adult, being like, I, I'm sorry. She lost most of her brothers and sisters. She came from a family like seven. Um, yeah, most so of my grandma, yeah. 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 I think, and, and, yeah. and that's the thing of, like, and this woman lived to be 93, <laughs> and you would, other than those one days, other than those days where she'd take two minutes to get a little bit of pity for and, and pay homage to the person who died, she, you, you would never know. She was the most jovial, gregarious, funny, ball-busty woman. You know, like, you know, she a full head of hair, and at 93, she would go to her little, like, bridge club. Mm-hmm. People would go so she could play cards and go out once a week. She lived by herself, da, da, da. 
And people would say, oh, Rose, where do you get your wig? And she would get so funny. She's like, it's my hair. You want to pull it? And she'd get like, yanking it. Truly. That was, she was just, she was really, you know, had no qualms but saying her, her piece. But the bright side of losing, I guess, my mom was thinking of my grandma and how strong she was and how strong my mom then had to be. But also, like we were talking about, with because I grew up in this Italian Catholic household where death was a very pomp and circumstance thing and you would go to the grave and put on flowers and all that. My mother hated it. My mother was a black sheep of the family in that way. So in terms of spirituality, you know, you raise Catholic, you believe that there are spirits in heaven and all of that stuff. I I find that I, I take what I need of what gets me through the day. But at the same time, I like to add a little bit of science to it where it's like, well, energy cannot be created or destroyed. And they've measured with whether yeah. it's ghosts or spirits or whatever. So where I'm getting at with the bright side of this is, you know, my mom, It even though she was suffering and, and battling cancer, she, um, <laughs> she, uh, it did all of a sudden kind of happen. And after three and a half years, it was like one week to the next. And I was, it was, it, so in that sense, it wasn't expected. But so we didn't even know, we assumed, you know, Catholic, you're going to have the funeral. You're going to have the mass. You're going to have the standing over the grave with the rain. No, like, and I think we yeah. were talking about my, my mom, all, we didn't know this. All of a sudden my mom's best friend said, Oh, uh, your mom wants to be cremated. And that's, and my dad even was shocked. We were all kind of shocked. And so because of that, we never really got closure for ourselves. And in hindsight, I kind of see that the benefit of that is for the families. But so it was like all of a sudden, one day she was here, one day she was gone. Uh, We still have it. Like her her ashes are still a year later at the funeral home because I like can't even, we haven't gotten an urn. Like we had a little ceremony for her on this beach. That's her favorite. But I guess where, and that's what you said your father was as well. And it was, you know, yeah. for, or just in terms of like, was what, what, yeah. can you say, you just said it before and I would love for you to say oh, yeah. what they're doing for your dad. Maybe you already started crying, but, but and where I'm going with this is I want to, I want to see if you've gotten any signs, yeah. which I find is a bright side of like these quote unquote well, signs and what you're taking from it. But go ahead. So what are they doing for your dad? So yeah, like, uh, well, in my family, we very, well, we're pretty poor, like as a rule. And then, mm-hmm. so like, and two, like we've never made a big fuss, like, because we do believe in an afterlife and everything, and we're like, okay, when you're dead, you're dead. And right. so, like, we donate our bodies to science because, High five. yeah, so like, That's what I'm doing and too. everybody, like, you know, at least in my immediate family, my mom, my dad, and my little brother, like, and my grandma are just like, yeah, that's how we did. So, I mean, my brothers had to wait there, like, and then, um, but yeah, they're like, and they got to pick, and they're picking uh, his ashes to be put in a vinyl record because he was a DJ. So I love it. Like, it yeah. makes me cry. Yeah, I, was I love it so much. And yeah. that's like, and I just feel like that is such a beautiful way. Yeah, I was like, my mom's like, like, what are you gonna go talk to that. the gravestone? She, although, funny, like, which is another. Mom, I'm not dead. What? <laughs> my mom keeps calling me. I'm like, yeah. oh, or we can call her live. I'm like, no, mom. Um, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, oh, I tell my mom I'm not dead. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, my, but, which is funny because my mom growing up yeah. would say, I wanted neon green fucking lights on my fucking tombstone. I mean, she would say this since we funny. were kids. She would go, I want a neon green on my tombstone. Nobody ever listened to me. And it's funny because that she didn't even have a tombstone. No. Um, but because I would have gotten her this fucking neon lights. Cause you know what? She you was listen. right. Yeah. But, um, I love the fact that they're doing that for your dad yeah. with the, with the record. Cause I feel like that, like she would also then in all seriousness say like, what is yeah. the point? You're talking to a stone, you know? And, and by yeah. the way, 
I find that there is closure in that, and I'm not. I'm not saying that is good or bad at all. I'm just saying how it's 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 so beautiful to be able to have something that was who his who is what his spirit and essence is, which is a record. I yeah. love that so much. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's cool that, that they get. Yeah, I didn't either, and I was like, well, that's cool. That that makes sense because I was like, it's either got to be you know music or like you yeah. know Dallas Cowboys related. Because, like, it is funny, like, and too, being the child who worked for the Cowboys and got to take him yes. to the Thanksgiving game. So, yeah, like, uh, so, yeah, when I worked for them, I took him to the Thanksgiving Day game, so that was cool. But, yeah, he has a brick at, well, it's AT&T Stadium now, but it's the, where the Cowboys play. Amazing. And there's a brick, Beautiful. memorial brick that was there, like, when they built it, like, he, he and his friend paid to have them. But I'm like, oh, so we always cool. have that, like so, exactly, yeah. and that is something that it's like, why do my, you know, why do you want to go and be like more? Uh. Why would my, and like again, I think it's yeah. so important, and it's funny talking about another bright side is I find that I'm remembering things my mom said more now than when she was alive, or I'm heeding her advice more now, and so and it's weird because I, I can't, I'm, it's like they're coming to me out of the blue that I, I'm like, oh yeah. She did say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that and I find that that's a bright side of losing a parent is not that you appreciate them more, but that you maybe you learn even more from what they said to you or how they lived when they were here. Maybe the bright side is is that you learn more or it has more of an impact or things that you haven't re- that you don't remember that that suddenly once they're gone it conjures something up and you yeah. remember. So that's a bright side. But I feel like that might, that's exactly what my mother stood for in the sense of how great that you can go see a game with your brother sometime, yeah. five years from now, 10 years from now, and go see your go dad's see brick yeah. in a way that's like, yeah, we're doing this to remember, you know, at a, at a good energy sort of thing, as opposed to, as opposed to going and, and somewhere sorrowful that's, that, which again, everyone grieves in their own way, but I yeah. think that, I'm just speaking from what my mother would say and why she, even though it was hard for us that we didn't really get any closure with it because it was like <laughs> cremated. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Like, you know, she's like save the money that kind of thing. Um, but I think it's, it's important um, to be able to have those places where you can memorialize them in a way that celebrates their life. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like I say, I sort of do that every day. I mean, I yeah. certainly wouldn't have like all this stuff in my house. Cause you know, my mom, cares about one thing, you know, the Dallas Stars and now the show Lucifer. These my mom doesn't <laughs> like a lot of stuff. But my dad always did. And that's why I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't I certainly wouldn't know who the fuck Captain Cold is if my dad didn't tell me. Or like, I mean, the fact that the CW I mean and and two, I I'm a little sad that he doesn't get to see Arrow in because the Green Arrow was his favorite yeah. superhero. But like the fact that, that that his two favorite superheroes, the Flash and the Green Arrow, got the a CW show. Like yeah. and when growing up, like that was not a thing, like or right. whatever, yeah. And that's and I yeah. think that's such a because then you're you're keeping that spirit mm. alive. I feel no. like and by by having this things that like these things that he you know bestowed on you and and and, and shared with you that then have become part of your own life. Yeah. Um, so the only thing I do want to get to though is have you had. Any signs, and what yeah. I mean by signs is like I take it with a grain of salt in terms yeah. of like the way I would read a horoscope. Yeah. Like, part of me, I've seen enough ghost shit, like real, like especially when we were shooting in New oh, Zealand, 
and doing some of that crazy silent stuff. Like, I believe in... I personally do believe, whether you call them ghosts or spirits or just if you want to just call it energy. I've seen photographic proof of, like, on our cameras that from the show. Like, I've seen it. I know it. I'm allowed to... I don't think anyone else has to believe it, but I believe that there was something that can happen, right? And so I don't go looking for them. I'm like, oh, it's fine. (laughs) But at the same time, they always seem to, quote unquote, these signs seem to, and maybe, and I, by the way, I also understand that like, well, you're, it's like Bader Meinhof. You're just, you know, that's not their exact syndrome, but it's like where you're looking for them. So you're going to see them. And maybe that's the case. All I can say is, then my subconscious is super powerful because I tend to see them when I'm the last place I'm expecting them or when I really need like a message, quote unquote, or a sign from my mom the most. So I'm just curious because if you have docked in your mind any of these such moments. I'm trying to think because like there's certain things that it like say my dad like was a big fan of Alice Cooper like he Mm -hmm. would be Alice Cooper every year for Halloween which was funny because I was Alice Cooper for one of my Halloween parties last year but it is one of those things like it's certain things like that if that song comes on I'll feel it but what's is weird is like I've not had any obvious signs like we did when we were a kid when his sister died when my we I was very young and my little brother still doesn't remember this but it became one of our freaky stories going back to that but yeah like when our aunt Torchy died like um our dad was very upset it was his sister like mm-hmm. he was very close with her um and he had three sisters but it was like um yeah she was the first to go and he had punched a hole in the wall and this was when we were there in his house on his weekend and it was just me and my little brother i think i don't even think our older brother was there mm-hmm. and so like you know obviously not the best thing to do in front of your kids and what's weird is like so the door opens of his apartment. The TV starts going on and off. Uh, Stormy, the cat, started freaking out. And then all the cabinets are opening. Like, and I remember no this way. chilling to the fucking bone. Like, because, too, like, yeah, we both, like, me and my dad are seriously the only two that really remember it. But I'm like, no, I vividly remember the whole thing. And, and it, was it was after just, he punched the wall. Yeah, it was after he punched a hole in the wall. And it was, we're like, it's his sister telling him, dude, cut it out. Like, <laughs> Wow. And I love yeah. that it was met with such fury. Yeah. That it, like, matched his... He punched yeah. the hole in the wall, so she's like, oh, you yeah. want to get nuts? Let's yeah. Get nuts. You know, like, calm down these... You know, yeah, I'm pissed off, too. Your kids are there. Whatever. You know, I, I don't... What, yeah. It's all... But I've, I've actually had... Um, I know somebody who had, like, a possession thing in the house that oh, they never... Yeah. they Not them personally, yeah. but, like, they had to have a priest come and through the house. They ended up not moving in the house. But the cupboards would open and shut, like, in front of, like, like in an old house yeah. that were, yeah. So I, be- I believe all of it. That's insane. Yeah, it's like, that is literally one of the craziest experiences I've ever had. Because I've had a lot of other, because, like, but to, to a point, because when you've dealt with that as a kid, like, and we were, like, sort of obsessed with it, we would, like, I mean, I remember breaking into an abandoned house in the graveyard whenever, like, we were teenagers. So mm-hmm. we would kind of look for stuff, and I think that's sure. why, why you don't see it. And I think that's sort of the thing sometimes is when you're, it's when you're uh, not looking that stuff happens. Abs- and that's why yeah. it's always like, give me a sign when you get nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying is, like, what you should pay yeah. attention to. And if you yeah. could think back, what I would argue is yeah. that your dad loved Alice Cooper. Yeah. Start clocking and the next time you hear an Alice Cooper yeah. song that's in the background when you're at grocery shopping or some or yeah when I, clock when you're hearing it because 
and then ask yourself, what was I just thinking about yeah. or whatever? And you'll, I, I'm, those are the, those are the things, right? Um, because I, with my mom, she was real, uh, I will end on this. I feel like mm. a bright side of losing a parent is that in a way it's as much as I obviously would give anything for her to still be here, um, that in a way I've, I've had to force myself to find comfort in telling myself that her spirit, her who she is, that energy is still here, is still everywhere at all times. So in a way, same thing about like where you were like, oh, I wish my dad could have seen that. The way I'm trying to cope with, oh, I wish my mom could have seen me in Perpetual Race Limited when this with, you know, on screen with Sir Ben Kingsley and all that. The way... I deal, I get really emotional when I talk about it. The way I have to cope, and maybe it's bullshit, is that I'm like, okay, I've had enough of these quote-unquote signs when I wasn't looking for them or don't believe in them or whatever and was super jaded and all that, um, that I've gotten them at such specific times when I least expected it, when I was having a really hard time that I was like, oh, th- okay, then I'm just going to go ahead and just have blind faith that like, oh, how great my mom is always, is like here now all the time watching this. It might be bullshit, but it gets me through the day. Yeah. But I'm just saying the crazy, a crazy story that we have um, is, and my mom, again, my dad was a little bit more traditional Catholic. <laughs> my mom loved horoscopes. Like never oh, lived yeah. and died by them, obviously. <laughs> but I see, pun. Um, but she was, she was, you know, would, it was more for entertainment, and then yeah. if it was spot on, or if yeah. she would read it the day after, and be like, oh, look at it. It was more about an entertainment, and like, oh, how funny, right? It was something we shared. And so, but also another thing was about um, numbers. So the address, her street address that she grew up on with my grandma Rose that I was bringing up, um, and where her father was, was, nine, was 929, and I don't remember the street. Um, so... To, you know, my mom, like I said, lost her dad at 15, and it would always be upsetting to me as a child and even as an adult. Anytime you brought up father or something smelled like him or she'd have a memory of, like, eating hot potato chips, she would... She, this is where I get my raw nerve emotion from. She would just start crying. She never... It wasn't that she didn't get over it. She just... It, you don't ever... I don't think... I learned from my mom that you don't... And maybe that's a bright side of her losing her dad is that it showed me... That no matter how old or how young you are, when you lose a parent, if you you, you never get over it in a way, it's it yeah. might get easier, but you never get over it, and and you have to find a, and I feel like it's making you stronger to deal with it. So that's a, that's in a way a bright side thing of like, look, you can it's a scar, right? You can yeah. deal with it. Um, yeah, I've and I those. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so nine twenty nine, she would whenever she would it would be random. And she and she'd say, "What time is it?" And uh, and it didn't become till later in life. My brother and I would start picking up on like nine twenty nine because she never really told us. She she would she would be like, "What time is it?" It's nine twenty nine, and she was like, "I'm oh, just like get a little emotional," and that's it. Like, "What's wrong?" Nothing. And she would just say, "Nothing," nothing. and like wouldn't tell us. Huh. And it was nine. So that meant something to her, right? Huh. She, the day after she now my I was in the hospital for like a week. I slept there. My father, too. My brother wasn't able to fly home yet. And then he came home to Ohio. She died on June 5th. My dad still gets the local newspaper. 
that had been piling up because we were in the hospital for the week. And it was crazy. On June 5th, the day, my, which by the way, it was like she like would not let go. So she should have died yeah. the, the week early. I mean, it was like every day she just wouldn't let go. So mm-hmm. let's put that. But like, yeah. she, we were we were talking about, we'll talk yeah. maybe part two about making morbid jokes about my dad had come up with a sitcom called Is She Dead Yet? Because we were like, Mom, let go. Like, yeah. Which now taken out of context sounds yeah. terrible. But oh, no, like, like watching this, and stuff, yeah. like we're like, okay. And so for every day, for 20 hours a day, you're sitting there. Okay, Mom, you have to go now. Let go. We're okay. Like you do the song and dance. You do the whole thing. And it came to a point where we're like just watching her suffer. Like, Mom, let go. You know, you then are like, please, just. And so we were like, we should come back. It was so fucked up. Yeah. We were sleepless. And. Living off of hospital food, which was pretty decent, by the way. Um, Honestly, but it was like hospitals have great food. They really like, did. I mean, yeah, I will. I way to go, St. Elizabeth. Yeah. Tr- but um, you know, Francis Tyler, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so we, it became a thing of like, it, it was so stupid. We'll talk about more of jokes some other time. But is she dead yet? Was a great sitcom oh. at the time that we came up with, which is <laughs> terrible, um, because you just want the other person, you want them not to suffer. So yeah. Anyway. So at this point, so finally, I, because I really, my brother and I had really wanted to be there, which passed, but that would be a beautiful thing. You know, she gave us life to be She, like, would, and by the way, she did, I knew, I'm like, my, I go, Jeremy, I don't think she is going to pass because we're here. I think yeah. she, I just know she, I just know my mom. And he great, so it actually was like, I tried, we stayed, it was ready. My, my, I just, everyone leaves. Now, this has been a week. Like, we go back home, home. I mean, not home. We go back to our house, right? Mm-hmm. And any minute now, any minute, we're okay. My dad and her sister were the ones in the room, and then she passed. And, and actually, when that moment came, they called her, like, oh, thank God. Finally, yeah. she's at peace. peace. yeah. Will you believe? So that was June 5th. Mm-hmm. Piles of paper. Jeremy, my brother, the next day or the day later, because uh, we had to submit... Uh, an obit that yeah. my mom made very clear she didn't want anything in it. So I'm like, let's look at the, let's see what other people wrote who just have like a sentence or two. Yeah. She did not want pop, she did not even want the, So we look it up. Will you believe on the French page, Lucretia, I'm talking like letters mm-hmm. as big as, as a soda can. The front page of the Vindicator, um, which we didn't see until the 6th, the day after. The front page said, mm-hmm. ah, it makes me emotional every time. 929 run in the Mahoning Valley race. 920, yeah. It said 929 is big as life. Oh, God, sorry. It chokes me up. Yeah. And it was like, I'm sorry. You could have said, you could have said almost or uh, nearly a thousand run in this uh, race. It could have, first of all, how many times do you see numbers on the front page of a headline? Yeah. Of a headline yeah, in of the, headline. the Vindicator, yeah. which I believe is Cleveland and surrounding areas. I, how many times do you see a number of like, unless it's a, a presidential election of a vote or something, right? As big as day, yeah. nine twenty nine run in the race. They could have said over nine hundred. They could have said as the headline almost a thousand nine twenty nine. So specific. And yeah, I yeah. and in that moment it was like, and since then just I just find that there are those little moments of things that are personal to me that only my mom would be able to like give a sign and same with you yeah. and I just and it's funny that side. you mentioned numbers because that was something my little brother like started to piece together is our dad died on 428 mm-hmm. and he's like 
four times seven is 28. He's like, I'm 28. Like, and I, and then he, we, he was like, this is seven. And because I don't even remember all the things. Right. But it was like 10 or 12 things. It was like, all of these are divisible by seven. And two, what's funny is one of the funnier moments with our dad is when we were kids, if we were at Dairy Queen and we were being really annoying. And as um, you do a Dairy like, Queen. Yeah, exactly. As you do. And then um, God, he had the number for our food, and he set it like he sat down, and we were clearly at another table. And we're like, Dad, you're so out of it. We're over here, blah, blah. And so he leaves the number at the table. The number is 21. And forever, we laughed about this because we're like, Dad forgot the number. And Dad's like, <laughs> and then so, like, we would, we, we stole that from that Dairy Queen at later points in our life. Or, like, and it's funny, like, that's, brother, your, that's yeah. your number. Yeah, it's like so your anything, brother, 21 and divisible by 7. Because, like, and then I remember stealing the 21 from my favorite restaurant and giving it to him before oh, I left for L.A. And oh, he still had it. Your dad or your yeah, brother? My dad still had it, yeah. Okay, so this is my point. So now, okay. So don't look for the number 21. Yeah. yeah. But pay attention to how random. Some, yeah. day, some random day your check on some, you know, dinner order is going to be 21, 21. Yeah. Or 27, you know, 427. Uh, same thing, like his birthday. I feel like that's a big. Yeah. Don't necessarily like. Well, what? Well, what? It's not like you can. You can't. My, I guess what I'm trying to say is you can't make it a thing. Yeah. Because it's it's twenty one for example was yeah. already a thing. Yeah. Exactly. And I guarantee, have you really? It's been since April. What we're month of yeah. June. Have you really not seen a 21 anywhere? I guarantee you. Oh yeah, that. I have. Have like, you? That's, that, yeah, and that's the thing. It's but like, like every just time 21, 21, and yeah. that's when you're like. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's, the, the, to me, that is an energy, that is a whatever you want to call it, being like, I'm here. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. But I'm curious. You have to tell me yeah. all the times. All the 21s, yeah. Yeah, or just, or in like, especially when they're in yeah. really random things, like, yeah. Like, you're, you're at the, you're having a terrible day, you're at the grocery store, checking mm-hmm. out, and you look over, and the first headline you see is, 21 <laughs> new yeah. tulip ideas. For flower arranging, you're like, wow, yeah. you know. Twenty one Jump Street is on TV. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I feel like, and that's really funny. And that's a bright side, I think, yeah. is just having that comfort of, although, or it could be like, oh God, I hope my mom can't see me doing this right now, yeah. <laughs> you know. But 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 it's that comfort of, hey, it's an energy, it's a presence, it's it's a feeling, and the I will, that 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 is always with. If you want to see it that way, or just is this is there? It's a comfort yeah. in a weird way. It's like an imaginary friend that's not imaginary, you know. Exactly. And, and I think it's that whole thing about be still and listen. And I find that you'll be able to just at least tap into the moments you like need your dad the most, or the moments you need a piece of advice from you know somebody the most. When when I think you, I think that's the whole secret to it is just being still and listening, and then you know. Hey, Dad, 21 member, you know, I think yeah. that's important to, to be able to talk about. Yeah, even if it's something silly like us annoying him that day and he forgot the number. That, but yeah. Because no, that's a happy memory yeah. and that's something that you can, that he obviously, mm-hmm. it meant something to him. Yeah. Because he kept that he kept number. That I hope you went back and got, kept that number. Yeah, my little brother, he okay, got good. it. So yeah, you guys, I haven't even been able to go back to Texas. But one of you so has yeah, it is he, the point. He got it out of their stuff. So and yeah. that's like, I love that. Yeah. And that's such a, and again. Uh, I one one last thing I will say um, that made my mother cry when she came out here um, to visit. We we would fly her out every Mother's Day for like the past couple years because she loved 
you know, beaches and water and was landlocked in Ohio. So um, we, I took her to a farmer's market. I don't even remember which one. One day and one Sunday and this, it was one of these, this, this woman who, one of these people who just is a stranger that you're just like, oh my God, that person has a, yeah. has a uh, they just like look right through you and so it has something about them. And so it was for Mother's Day. So this woman who was selling oranges was said, um, you know, oh, hi. You said something to my to, to my mother about being beautiful with top or whatever. She's like, oh, this is my daughter. She's like, oh, and, and my mother said, this is the, that's what it was. She's like, this is a hard, she said, oh, happy Mother's Day. And, and it was Mother's Day weekend and, and uh, actual Mother's Day. My mom started crying. She said, this is hard. Because, and I was like, oh, God, here my mom goes crying again. It was straight And she said, this is hard. You know, it's the first day, first Mother's Day without my mom. And this woman looked at my mom and said, and then I'm sobbing. And she said, don't forget, your mother's blood is your blood. Her bones are your bones. It's, it's, they are already in you. They are you. You know, so take that. And when you miss them the most, remember that they're just, they're literally coursing through your veins. Your mother, you know, so your father is yeah. coursing through. And I thought that, and my mom was like, uh, and I'm like, uh. so I think that's a nice thing to think about too, is if nothing else, literally, they no. are our DNA, but also, you know, when you just need to, when you, when you miss them the most, you just think of that. I don't know. Is that, do I sound cheesy and so no, stupid? then I Let's was, make more terrible yeah. off-color jokes. Well, and that was me. I was like trying to think, I mean, and on course, cause then that's where I'll go into this joke. But like, I, my dad looked like Steve Perry from Journey so much that Asian tourists always thought he was Steve Perry. <laughs> you know, like he would just take pictures. And so, like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, when I was at this comedy club, I did a better set because I saw a Journey video, and I was like, looks just like my dad. Like, because they had, like, weird pop music videos playing in the background. And I'm like, I think that's why I did so much better. And the funny thing is, is, like, talking about things I wish my dad could see, like the end of Arrow, because that was his favorite. Yeah. But I'm like, one of my main jokes that I've been doing lately is, like, you know, I got some bad news the other day. Robert Pattinson's going to be the new Batman. At least my dad won't have to see that. <laughs> <laughs> he That's, a good joke. Happy. Yeah. That's a good joke. I actually, funny Batman, I just retweeted, um, not retweeted, what is it called? Uh, my saw happened to come across. Michael mm. Keaton posted a shirt oh, that so someone funny. made a shirt, and he was like, the Berg. That was, his, that was his response, the Berg. And it said, Michael Keaton is my Batman. And it's in black, it's a black that. shirt. It, it's 1,000% yeah. true, yeah. and I'm glad that you agree. Yeah. But Batman, and I love that. That is such a good show, yeah. too. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, I'm fine if he were Batman Beyond, which most people who are for him being Batman don't even know who that is, because Michael Keaton should just be older Bruce Wayne. I, just, I agree. I don't, want, I don't want young Batmans anymore. I'm, I'm only into old no. people's Superman. And I think he was the best one. And, yeah, and, not, and like Adam West, I give credit oh, to yeah. Adam West, too, but in terms of like, I don't know. And I totally fully yeah. uh, realize that it's what we grew up with, yeah. probably. And, like, of course, maybe everyone's going to like the Batman they grew up with. But, like, you could also argue our, that George Clooney was our Batman with, yeah, that we grew up with. No. We were obsessed it's, with Batman's nipples when I was I a mean, honestly. That one. They were nipples get on the suit. Why? You want to get nuts? Yeah. <laughs> the suit. Because his nipples need to be protected. 
Ted. Uh, yeah, but Batgirl, my dad, that was one of his jokes. Because me and my brother would laugh forever about the nipples on Batman and Robin suits. I mean, it's and he's ridiculous. like, why does Batgirl not have nipples? I... And then, uh... Like, Your dad the, was that. Yeah. Hound doggy. Oh, I yeah. I love it. I love that he was so observant in that way. Yeah. And then uh, Adam West, funny. One of the... Like, my dad used to take me to comic cons, and that's why I know. Oh, like, I love And that. Uh, we got to meet Adam West, and I was... Not old enough to ask this or know that this exists, but whatever. Thanks, Dad. But yeah, when I went to meet Adam West, I was like, the one question I wanted to ask him was like, um, what was it like doing a porno? Because he did a porno. Adam and, West? Yeah. No. And then, yeah. No. It's like Lady Chatterley, like, uh, oh, sounds like a happy hooker goes to Hollywood. Yeah. And then he's like, little girl, I thought it was a comedy until they brought the second unit out. <laughs> Oh, Adam it was West. so cute. Hey, good news. Your dads can be kicking in with Adam West. I know. I like to either. think that they're, you know, right? they're part make of the feel, cool man's like, club. Like, doesn't that make you, yeah. Doesn't yeah. make you feel a little bit better. It's yeah. probably all bullshit, but I just like to think of, like, you know, up in, up in some yeah. big, great, magical divide of heaven, there's, or whatever you want to call it, the yeah, other he, life. He's is like Keith Moon and <laughs> John Bonham. And Jim Morrison, who else? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's the best. I love that. And what we've learned today is on the bright side of losing a parent. No. There's always Michael Keaton is Batman. I know. And he lost his parents. Yeah. And he became Batman. See, that's one of my jokes, too, is like, God, I just wish my mom would die so I can be Batman. <laughs> like, she, like, <laughs> but, oh but this God. is mom approved. Like, because I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm halfway there. Because oh, I'm like, Mom, what do you think of this? And she's like, no, nah, that's funny. Because she's like, yeah, serves your dad right for dying first. Like, cause she's, <laughs> she's always joking about killing herself and things. I, we have a very morbid sense of humor. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, because she's the only one who's seen my stand up. Because she'll come when she's here and like. <laughs> love that. And she's laughing at the jokes about her killing herself. Because <laughs> you got to make light of... Yeah. I'm like, Anthony Jeselnik's parents support him and he says way worse stuff than me. Yeah. But he's cute, so... <laughs> well, it's important yeah. to use the darkest thing times to uh, turn them into to humor for yourself yeah. and for others, I think. I don't know why I said that like mm-hmm. Oprah, but yeah. that's... Very Oprah. Very cute. That, that was not now an Oprah like impression. Now that's like Chris That was like me trying to think of what Kermit the Frog's voice and Mr. Rogers' voice sounded like, and then I don't know what then this was. Then you did the Crystal Party art thing. I just turned into the chef from the Muppets. Yeah. Guys, this has taken a turn. Yeah, I know. The bright like, side yeah. of the bright side of losing parent. I'm gonna go out on this note. Ready? Yeah. When you talk about it to someone else who's lost one. And you're drinking sparkling water mm-hmm. because you go on an emo- emotional roller coaster. Yeah. You suddenly feel like you're drunk. Yeah, and start doing Muppet impersonations. I mean, that's a plus, right? Yeah, I think so. And this is definitely, for the record, sparkling water. And now I'm doing Muppet impressions. It's like, hey, yeah. lose a parent, you get drunk off water, y'all. <laughs> I like that. Um, I think so. Uh, I feel like we definitely need to wrap on that, especially because I think you've got somewhere to be. So what, why don't you plug your stuff? Like, that sounded Plug funny. your stuff. I was like, that sounded Is that funny. the porno that Adam West did? Yep. I'm like, it should be. But yeah, I was like, so uh, I know Perpetual Grace you're doing. What else are you Perpetual doing? Perpetual Grace yeah. Limited. Yes. It's on Sundays on FX, you guys. I just want to say again, yeah. if you are a fan of Coen Brothers or uh, David Lynch or... 
Sam Shepard or what was the other comparison they made? Um, uh, Sam Shepard, Coen mm-hmm. Brothers, Coen Brothers, David Lynch, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, obviously, Hitchcock. most yeah. obvious one. I'm telling you, this is the best show I've been a part of, but one probably in my book, like top one of, one of the best shows of all time. And I'm, it's not because I'm even I'm a like, very small part of it, but I'm fangirling for the show. Lucretia, you're gonna watch it. Oh, I will. Um, it's Definitely. on Apple. That sounds Sunday. like my jam. Um, and um, that is there anything else? Oh, um, <clears throat> there is. If I may, if if you're yeah. an Ashford's Evil Dead fan yeah. and you're listening to this, we're working something out. Uh, um, for my my mom has a memorial fund where um, the the funds go to two um, causes that she really cared about. One of them was no child should ever uh, not have food for the day. Um, so we're um, raising money for no kid hungry work um and also um elephants were a major part of Aww. of her life and um they're the most maternal creatures they're the most emotional one of the most some of the most emotional not the most uh, uh what am i trying to say emotionally intelligent animals like they have funerals they're i think one of the only maybe there's another Aww. group of mammals that have funerals and more in their debt. Um, so we're donating to the David um, Sheldrick Wildlife Trust to help stop poaching. And it helps. Um, it's an elephant sanctuary for orphaned uh, elephants. Um, and so for Astros Evil Dead fans, um, we're working something out um, with with my mom's friend and former employee uh, who, who started this fund on GoFundMe. It's Phyllis the Lorenzo Memorial Fund. Where I'm, I'm looking to see if we're allowed to. Um, but I'm going to... Um, I'd like to donate as part of a raffle one of my personal from my collection that I'm willing to part Aww. with, uh, Kelly Maxwell purple leather jackets. Oh wow! And yeah, that uh, was the best leather jacket. And it's one of and it's there's there was I mean every episode every season and it's an important it's an important one and there's a couple other special things um, that we're we're gonna have hopefully a raffle for. So I will be posting about it. So follow me on I'm Dana DiLorenzo at Twitter. And um, Instagram and all the things, but and uh, that's it. That's all. I really just want to plug my mom's yeah. fund for the Good. for the because um, I think it's such an important cause. And so, if I can, we'll. Say, I don't know if there's a, if we're allowed, but if I'm allowed to, I will be um, donating and in, in, in hopes to raise more money for my mom's fund so we can reach our goal uh, as soon as possible for my because my mom's birthday is uh, this month as well, on June twenty seventh. So mm-hmm. we'd like to do that and be able to make a massive donation um, to those places on her behalf so yeah that'd be awesome and this comes out tomorrow so there should be plenty of oh tomorrow so tomorrow is today yeah yes hi today how are you hello (laughs) all right since i'm wait that was our that was the greatest closing ever yeah hi today (laughs) how are you (laughs) and you go i'm okay what did you say you said hello I was like, I felt like, you know, it's yes and, so... I'm yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, well, I didn't yeah. give you much the yes and. Yeah. I would like to say one more time, we're drinking yeah. water. Yeah. Well, we're. I, this is actually the most sober I've been on a podcast in a while, guys. Oh, why do I sound yeah. so not sober? It, it just happens. I think I just, you know, I'm uh, a You have an intoxicating yeah. effect. Yeah, I think so. Guys, who doesn't love a good pun? Yeah. Or a bad <laughs> pun? Mm-hmm. Um, bad so it's today, today, tomorrow. Today is tomorrow. Yes. What are you, where are you going to be? Are you doing stand-up dates on soon? Uh, no, I don't have any stand-up dates on the books. I'm more of a last-minute bar show type person I want to come. these days. Yeah. But yeah, like I will let you know. Uh, but since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. See you <laughs> next Tuesday. 
Tired of nagging yourself to get a website for your artistic career already? Radportfolios.com creates affordable custom websites for artists. Use code BRIGHTSIDE. That's one word for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com so you can get back to getting booked.